Are you already ready? I'm ready. Okay. Welcome back once again to the PLP podcast with your boy Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. Before we start any of the shenanigans, remember to like, rate, review, and follow us on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find great podcasts. You can visit us on Instagram at the PLP podcast, or send us emails at the PLP podcast at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you, especially if you're going to tell me how great I am. Yes. And this week we don't have an email. We went two weeks in a row. We was about to start streaking up in here. So please send us an email. You tell us something. Bastards. The PLP podcast at Stop gmail.com. listening. You're getting this good entertainment for free. The least thing can do is send me an email <laughs> about all your issues and your problems and your things that's going on in your life. Anything you want to report? A web, oh, we never know we haven't been doing a lot of anymore. What? Saying the episode number. Do you even know what episode this is? 30. It's episode 30. That shit makes him like it's grown, right? It's, even though we do only do bi weekly, 30 yeah. seems like a, a grown ass number. I know. So that's at least like, what, 36 hours we probably done did together? Because oh, it's more we than 36. Could we never really go over oh, an yeah, hour? Oh, like total. Yeah. yeah probably like, maybe like 40. Yeah. And then the beginning, um, we was only hitting half hours. We only, I think we ain't really getting the hours into. Because we had said we was going to do hours at first. We was only going to do about 30 minutes. Right. And then your ass you got so talking. talking. That's you. You don't ever know when to shut up. Over there getting off track like you are right now. You don't ever know when to stop talking. and do that. But but those, the podcast, we talked about this before, but the podcasts that go on for like hour and a half, two, three hours, do they really go back and edit it? Like, especially, not like the big ones, you know, like the the popular ones with money and stuff behind them, but people like who independent podcasts. Yeah, like that's a that's a lot to go back. That's and a lot to. of commitment because yeah. you got you first you got to record the hour, two hours, and how long you did, and then to go back and record it or go back and listen to it. I think what they probably do is just make markers. Oh, like, what they wanna? Mm-hmm. Oh, they do with like one of my favorite um, independent podcasts, and you're not supposed to talk about their podcast. They get upset, but I'm gonna talk about it real quick because they don't want they don't want it to grow anymore. Uh, okay. They claim it's a secret society. Well, one of my favorite podcasts, the Baby Boy Podcast, they actually record their podcast, but over several days. Now they are a a couple that lives together, so it's easier for them to do so. Oh. But I think they like start on like a I don't know exactly what they do, but like let's say they start on a Friday night and then they may record a segment on Saturday and they may record a segment on you know Monday or whatever and then they drop on Tuesday. So they do it. It allows them to do two things that I like. One, it allows them to go back. And make a correction about a story that they may have talked about at the beginning of the show. Because maybe, because what else? Why not get it right at first? You know what I'm saying? It may be updates to the story. Like for me, I never follow up on shit. Once I read a story, because I'm about to read a story in a second. Once I read a story, I never see what happens, anything that changes. But let's say they they record it on Friday and it something happened on Monday, they can come back and change it. It just seemed like, I mean, I'm not knocking because I don't listen. listen, I'm not familiar. But it just seems like it would be a lot of work to like, Knowing that you're going to be recording on, across more than one day for one episode, but, it's but it sounds easy. like it works for them. It works for and them. That's it, a they, different style. So they one cool. of the shows that comes out can be two hours, two and a half, three hours, and I'll and I'll listen to the entire show. I'm gonna be honest. Before before I listened to them, I was hesitant not to listen to their show at all because I had seen it popped up in a lot of feeds and stuff like that because it was so long. But then once I got into it, and they really kind of like do the segments and they make it flow. They they find a way to really make it work and. 
because they are a couple that lives together, it's a lot easier them for them to do stuff like that. When do you listen to podcasts? Usually at work in the daytime um, when okay. I'm uh it it, foc- it helps me focus on my work in uh, my working environment. Let's so see. Put the in. And and it makes me distracted because I'll be listening and not doing what I'm supposed to do or I'm doing my work and I miss what they say and I keep having to re- rewind. rewind it over and over and never get through the episode. So I really don't get a chance as much as I like to listen to episodes. But just on a side note, I did listen to um, the Crystal Clear the other day. She pos- The Crystal Clear podcast, she posted about a 20-minute episode, just like an update because she had taken a hiatus and she was back and she was just sharing some um, personal things to her audience. But I like that, you know, it was a, a brief episode it was under 20 minutes. It was cool. I can listen to it and not feel like I had to commit like a whole hour, hour and a half to listen. Cause sometimes you just lose, you know, you just keep going on. Like I'm about to do and the episode gets too long and then I just don't feel like listening anymore. Mm-hmm. You but you anyway, do I don't have any shout outs other than July is minority mental health month. And that's something that just wanted to let everyone know who's listening that mental health is very important and mental health is not just going to get your nails done and getting a massage and a facial, you know, it entails also talking with a counselor or therapist. If that is something that if you have things that you need to talk through, it's not just, well, thank you very much. Thank you for that. And it's true, especially I think now that the younger generations are more willing to engage in therapy and they're not like our parents or our grandparents where they thought, you know, you just got the blues, you're just down in the dumps, you can work through it. Or if you go to see a therapist or you seek some type of mental health, then you're crazy or people won't know want to be caught with that stigma of being crazy or the nutty person. Go So seek help. If you feel like you need somebody to talk to, get something off your chest, do it. And it's very easy to do it nowadays. Uh, most places take insurance. And then you also have things like that. Um. I can't remember right now, and I'm not going to give them free promotion, even though nobody listens to the show. Like, uh, what's the thing that they promote all the time? Headspace. Yeah, yeah. Where you can get Talk the little space, thing. whatever that is. Anyway, moving on. Make sure y'all do that. Feel free to do that. Um, have fun with that. Let's get into our show before it is eight hours because you want to ramble and say, um, a lot. So, overreaction on all, I got one for you. I want to talk to you about this subject in more than one way. So, here is the title of the article. It says, Zach Efron's. New dreadlocks spark charges of cultural appropriation. This is so racially insensitive. So do you know who Zac Efron is? And he's a he's a cute white boy. That's cute all white boy actor. Yes. Very short. Is he? Yes, very little. Tiny oh guy. Gosh. Maybe like five foot six. But yeah, cute white boy actor. Apparently, when is this story from? I'm so bad. He may have already explained this by now because this was from July 6th. But apparently he put a post on, on Instagram of him with some dreadlocks. Of course, they did not look lovely and lush like they're supposed to look because he does not have the appropriate hair for dreadlocks, if that even exists. We're going to talk about that in a second. So, of course, people got at him. Stop stealing culture. It's wrong to do so. I want to challenge ask you about this. I already know what your answer is going to be. I think you're going to say that it was appropriate for them to drag him for this hairstyle. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because as long as I've known you, Mm-hmm. Over 10, 11 years, 12 years, I don't know how long it's been. You have always had a well maintained, luscious head of dreads. Mm-hmm. So, as a dread head, that is what, they, what you guys like to be called, correct? I don't, I like Dreddy. to be called by my first and my last name, thank you. And my name is not Dread Dreddy head. or Head. Dreddy Head McDrew. <laughs> I don't get into all that other stuff about locks versus dreads. I used to do that back in the day. It's not that deep. So what do you and have? So, what is, are you are those locks or dreads? They're both. What's I, the difference? It's it, there's not. It's called 
a dread lock. And then some people say, my locks aren't dreadful. There's nothing dreadful about my locks. And I'm just like, okay, nobody's calling them dreadful. And then other people just call them locks. So they call them locks or dreadlocks. I don't care. It's the same exact thing. If you think somebody, who cares what, who cares what other people think about your hair? What do you think about your hair? Um, but that's, again, neither here nor there. I have locks, dreadlocks, all, all of right, the above. So can I ask you a question? Sure. For one, do you think that it was okay for people to get on his back about having those dreadlocks? Not, I think in general in the world today, we get upset and bothered over things that don't matter. You're worried about some, somebody's hairstyle. You know, there are much larger and much more important serious issues that go on in the world and and in the lives of people that may be surrounding you. I don't care about his dreadlocks or his hair. Oh. Get, like, get over it. It's like, so what? Why, why are you wasting your time I think dragging the biggest him thing about, about his hair? So what? I think the biggest reason why people get upset about it is that because you have this a white person, right? And then they get a style that is historically associated with black people, and they either fake get kudos for making it up, for inventing it, Ooh, or okay. or while it's looked at as a negative when a black person has dreads or when a black person has cornrows or when a black person wears their hair like in a natural style, they tend to praise white people who do similar things. So it, a white person is looked at it as negative if they wear dreadlocks or if they get box braids or whatever it may be. They're not looked at as a negative or a thug or anything bad because of the, the, the hairstyle that they choose. So I think that's why people get upset about it. Of course, we could say there's a bigger issues in the world for anything. I mean, it's always going to be something that's more important or more graver than something that you may think is like a little less trivial. So I don't know if we should just ignore it because of that. Now, you don't have to be, of course upset about it i'm not asking you to be um but but i just hate when people say there are bigger things we should be worried about or stop worrying about stuff like that because well i mean be, well because be it is true about. like why is it a new story that somebody has a certain that he had that he had dreads that he probably is not going to have next week because they were probably fake or he probably combed them out already because their hair really doesn't well maybe with dreads it can keep, but you know, people with finer hair textures who happen to be white, their hair cells don't last long in the first place because it don't hold. But that's neither here nor there. I don't even remember what your original question was. Oh, but no, like as a person with dreads, how do you feel? Like for one, what? Why did you start yours? Did you start them for cultural? Did you start them because you just like the style? Um, I know you wanted to go natural. I went natural because my hair was breaking off from a relaxer, from the chemicals. And my roommate, one of my roommates at the time, or the girl who lived down the hall from me, she did my hair. And Can we talk really quick about that bob you used to rock, the T Boss bob? And that was yes, and that's when my hair started you, to break off. It actually, baby, it wasn't uneven. It, did she have the uneven bob? I don't At know. the time, she had the uh, the layered bob. Man, my little my little hairstyle was cute. I'm thinking back, um, senior year. You had the little mushroom, the little mushroom cap. That was cute. The that little mushroom cute. cap. What she talking about? But no, I just started. I like I went natural because my hair was breaking off, and I never looked back. And here I am, with dreads, dreadlocks. Whatever you want to call them, locks of love. Blah, oh, that's blah, a, oh you think you um you then, you um I'm Christine. Who was that? My neck and my back. She got her she got her locks locks of love. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know she had them. My neck, my, my back. back. Yeah. Like my I heard you a uh, hope co write that song, and it was about I um did not. your 16th but, birthday. Nope. But who cares about Zac Efron and his hair? He probably don't even have the hairstyle no oh, more. Sure. 
Yeah, and I didn't honestly, that, like I said, I didn't follow up with the story, so I don't know if it was for like a movie part or a role. Or like, he just and then to if try people didn't like it, y'all done gave it so much attention. If you don't like it, just keep it moving. It's not that deep. Like, so what? Well, they want to get on that white. They want to get on them because they think it's cultural appropriation. Well, All right, but you don't care. You and you didn't. You don't care if people from different cultures have dreadlocks. Is not to you is not a big deal. That's it's how not I a feel cultural today. Thing. No, it's not. To you, it's just a hairstyle. If somebody want to try it, they can try it. You don't mind. You're not gonna be bothered by it. Well, it don't. It doesn't like and like you said because I did see the picture. It doesn't look as good as it does um, on people with kinkier hair ke- textures like myself. You said it, um, I mean it does look better on you. It, it does look. Yeah, I'm sorry. It looks better on um, kinkier or coilier hair, hair textures. Four um, B, four C in the house. Shout out. Damn, I never know what all that means. But okay, so yeah. Zac Efron. The decision is you cool. You can wear your hair like that. I don't care either. The decision is Christy I, doesn't give a freak. Everybody know it. I rock a fresh taper cut. <laughs> All right. All right. So that was one. Uh, that was a quick story. Now, uh, that's how, you have an overreaction all? You know you've been slacking on that. You, nah, you never I don't, have any. I don't have one. Um, no, I don't have one. It's too much that goes on and, and like too, I can't keep up with the story because so much happens. Because everything is a big story nowadays. Like, everything blows up on Twitter and Instagram, and and it's over the next day, and you stop caring. All right. Cool. Another quick story real quick before we talk about anything else. Well, you know we got to do our annual, what has become a, 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 not annual, a every show, I don't know what to call it. What is it called? A staple of the show. We talk about your favorite celebrity, Miss Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, what was she talking she back about? With a new, uh, back with a new shocking reveal. What now? So I ain't apparently, heard this, one. this is new. This is just from today. Apparently, Jada Pinkett Smith discusses her past sex addiction. Oh, God. <laughs> sex addiction, alcohol ad- dependency. She admits that she is a binger. So she apparently said in the past when she was younger, sex was her... Uh, she thought everything could be fixed with sex. Sex was the cure to everything in her mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. She said she thought she was an alcoholic for a while, or she became an alcoholic, or at least had a problem with alcohol when she was sitting at home all alone one day, and she had just finished her second bottle of wine, and she reached for that Dang. third bottle of wine. Oh, my God. See, to me, I'm like, that don't seem like that much alcohol. That's a lot of alcohol, and then she's so small. Two so. bottles of wine is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nah, she 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 needs to start hanging with the big dog like me. Oh, Lord. I go out have nine, ten drinks in a night, and I'm still out there having fun. Yes. So you think that's a lot of alcohol? Yes, I do personally. You wouldn't drink two bottles of wine on one I, night I by yourself? I couldn't. I couldn't. No, I would be. I would yourself. be feeling it before even like. And I think now because I've gotten older, but I don't think I would have tried it back in the day. Like I would just knew my limit. That's but, back when you only like, drink even, wild turkey at one fifty one, right? Because if I think about it right now, like a bottle of wine is what four glasses. Like, probably or something like I don't know size whatever, whatever. I don't know. that's yeah that's enough like, that's enough for me and so I would definitely be feeling it for the no I do not how many bottles of wine do you drink well I'm actually and I didn't want to tell well not that I didn't want to tell you but you always whenever I tell you that I'm not drinking or something you always why are you why ain't you drinking because you don't like that you because drinking you be is trying fun to peer, you be trying to peer pressure people to drink I'm shaming you actually or not drinking you're sober shaming me yes yeah, it's, it's horrible like who doesn't want to drink Drinking is so I fun. Wanna, I'm trying. I want to live. I want to live. Bro, and you can do both. You're not going to die from drinking. Chill. You never know. Are you going to drink that much? It doesn't. It doesn't. Everybody's exposure rate is different. So you think you're going to drink so much you're going to die? You can never. You not not like the same day, but you could die of like alcohol poisoning. But like over time, like yeah, yeah who's to say that my alcohol consumption is not already close to the point where it could take me out? 
down the road. True, true. So I'm always like monitoring stuff like that. But I, yes, I could drink a whole bottle, but I'll stop. I'll stop myself because I know I don't need to be doing all that. Like, why am I, like, why? Why am I putting that into my body? So it's something that I definitely have. Um, I like, I try to monitor. And I remember, and no, I'm not an alcoholic, but one of my nephews a long time ago, he, I went to give him a hug and he said, he was like, you smell like beer or something. <laughs> yeah. I, and I was like, oh my God, I don't want him to grow up and like, I don't want to be the drunk aunt. And Why not did that you I was, go see your aunt, your little nephew I, drunk? I don't, I wasn't, it was, I, this is when I was living with my mother. So they were over at our house and like, I gave him a hug or something. And so and you he had been drinking forties all morning. No, it, I don't be even, honest. It, come on. This is open. This I'm is trying a, to tell like a serious space. story up here. Like trying to, no, nah, I wasn't. Oh, why did you smell like beer? Because I was drink. I had been drinking beer. So that's why I smelled like beer. It wasn't in the morning. It was like in the afternoon or the evening. And so when I gave him a hug, he told me it was my nephew, Jordan. Um, I can say his name. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want to, I don't want him to grow up. I don't want to be the drunk auntie on the memes. And so I always remember that. And then, like, since then, I just be trying to monitor myself. I don't want to go out like that. Uh, uh, and, um, you heard it here first. It's not good for you. Christy is sober. That means she's no fun. That doesn't mean I'm not fun. It just means public I, service announcement. I watch what I'm drinking. I'm not out here drinking 20 drinks in the night, killing myself. Hint, hint. Drinking is fun. Drink more. No. So Anyways. It, also, I'm just kidding. Drink in moderation. If you feel like the, the drinking has become a problem, seek help. And if you feel like that you don't need to stop drinking because you don't have a problem, you have a problem. Seek help. Who are you talking about? I'm not going to name any names. Oh, I don't drink like that. You know that. You must have a guilty mind because I nah, didn't even nah, say No, no, but she was looking at me with them bug eyes. Well, anyway. Bug eyed ass, so. Um, anyway, I'm glad uh, Jordan got you together. Jordan got me together. <laughs> but I really never know you to drink much anyway. Maybe some wine every once in a while. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one more story. What story you got? So this is another story out of, I believe, the New Orleans area. So a, fl- a slain teen... Renard Matthews, have you heard, have you heard, okay, let me ask you this, have you ever heard of um, Extreme, uh, what is it called, it's called Extreme Embalming, Embalming. have you yeah. heard of this? Yes, I have. Have you seen this? Yes, it was a meme on Instagram a couple years ago. Were they still at it? I, I saw the story. You saw the guy where they got, they got him propped up in the chair yes. with a Kyrie Irving jersey on? A pair of flip flops with a, with a PlayStation controller in his hand yeah. and Doritos and, and soda by That's his side. Scar- that would that would scare me if I walked in and saw that. But let's say your mama really was like, "I really want this." Would you do it for? Her? If yes, if I had my mother's consent that she would want to be posed in a certain way after she dies, her demise. then then yes, I think I would go. If that was her wish, then yes. But my question, go ahead and tell the story, then we'll jump into it. I just told the whole story. Oh, Basically, so they posed their son. He got he, so he was killed. He was uh, walking out walking his dog. He was uh, 18 years old. He was out walking his dog in a neighborhood in New Orleans. I guess some people tried to rob him, and they shot him and killed him. And instead of giving him, like, what is a traditional burial, I guess his parents decided to, I guess they, they felt this was the way to honor him. To me, I found it a little creepy. And it's not something that I would personally um, probably want to do for my family unless they, like, was adamant about they wanted that. My thing is, what about his rights? 
did he was this his request like who can like okay i understand that that's what the family wanted but did he say mama if i ever die or when i die post me up in a computer chair with a celtics jersey on and some celtics socks and put some doritos and zebra cakes and root beer next to me and like make it seem like i'm playing a game like i'm gonna say no too far no 18 year old is probably even thinking about they're not thinking about that they're gonna they think they're gonna live forever so it's just I, I so then now my question is what happens next because when you die right and you don't you get stiffened up how do they put your put your body back into place to put him in a casket or is he gonna be like what are the next steps? Nah, he gonna have a regular funeral in a couple of days. That's just so. I mean, so I guess the the funeral home must have a way that they can move your body or change your body motion. They I mean they found a way to prop him up and sit him in a chair, so they must have mm-hmm. a way to do it. And this ain't the first person that did it. This has been going on for years. And I think it's all a, you know, different places throughout the country. Yeah, I guess people need to process stuff in their own different way. But I think it'll be harder to let go if you come in and you still see this person. You know, you know they're not there, but they're still like. Some people say it's like, easier. They actually prefer it as opposed to just sitting there dead on landing that casket. They like it to see them doing, even though dead bodies never look like. No, I mean, of course they look nothing like they like a human being or the real person. But I guess that's just like their last way of seeing them doing something that is normal or regular as opposed to just seeing them laying in that box, which might be too much for his his family to handle. Yeah, yeah. This is just an interesting way. So I know you wouldn't do it, it. but let's say mm-hmm. you were into this. How would you be posed? I don't even want to. Just, just come on. I'm going to be posed laying, laying there asleep. Oh, so you don't never like to just play along and have fun. I don't want to. Me, <laughs> me I'm going to be in my boxes, my box and my wife beaters. One hand gonna be like down the front of my boxes, right? And then my other hand, I probably gonna have like um just my hand like this, like I'm just thinking like in deep thought. Eating and I'm gonna have funnies. my hat on. I, I ain't gonna you know funnies. <laughs> I'm gonna have my hat on and my shades on. But I don't I'm not gonna have nothing on but my boxes and my um my wife beater. Mm. And I'm gonna have some socks on of course. That's it. And I wanna be on my on my couch. On my couch just chilling. Yeah. Either that or I wanna be podcasting. Like we are right now, bring me into this room we in right now. No, hell no. Put my arm up on the table and put my face in front of the microphone. Put the computer right there no. and have one final. Matter of fact, that's what I want you to do if I die. Don't no. I no. want you to broadcast one final podcast. Why would you with me to... right in front of you and just talk and just honor me and remember me? I wouldn't. I'm like no, 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 no. That's right my now. final wish. That's my last wish and testimony. Anybody that's... that's hearing this, that's what I want. That's not even funny. I'm not joking. I want you to do it. Okay, Carlos. What if it's um 80 years from now? Then do it. Can you respect your? Uh, am I not one of your? Am uh, I not your closest friend? Your dearest friend for life? Platonic, are we like platonic life partners or not? We are platonic life partners. So can you honor my final wish? The one thing I ask of you. I don't think that can happen because I won't. I'm sure I won't be living here by the time you unfortunately. Leave I'm gonna leave this some earth. money in my will. You can give it to me now. And then what I want you to do is take the money to whoever living here, knock on the door, tell them, look, 75 years ago, me and my PLP lived, I used to live here. My, my PLP had one of the best, most popular, by, by then, of course, we'll be super famous and everybody will know who we are. So, of course, this probably this place will probably already be a landmark. Uh, you are <laughs> It will be so a, a historical site. So, it, you'll have easy access to it, of course, and you can honor my wishes. Do you agree I- to it? Sure. Thank you. That's all I ask of you. That's all you wanted to hear. So you don't want to be. You don't want to tell us how you want to be extremely posed. No, because I don't. I don't 
for I would never do that. And I can't even like I can't even think about how I would want to be because that's not it's so far from what I would want that it's just not I can't even think about it. The funniest one I saw they gave a lady they sat on her kitchen table with a uh, packet of menthols, a cigarette in her hand. That's a, mm, let me see. She loved to smoke, baby. Probably died from cancer too. That's the probably the crazy part about it. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, um, that's an interesting story for sure. But that brings us around to something that a topic that we wanted to talk about. That's heavy on your heart. That's. I think whenever we talk about it, you don't like to talk about it, and then in general, people don't like to talk about it, even though it's a part of life, and that is death. Um, everybody is gonna die. Um, you sure about that? Everybody is going to die. Even me? Even me. Mm. And it, it is a sad topic, but it's something that I guess, you, you know, we all have to address with our friends and loved ones because once you're gone, you're, um, you have people, you know, your family and friends left behind mm-hmm. and um, well, that's, all of that. That's what so, they always say. They, they always say death. Death is really only hard on the living. The dead people, they got it easy because they... We don't know what happens to them. They go wherever they go. They may just be lights out. But the people who got to live and stay behind for them, that's the people who who are affected the most by somebody's death. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it, you know, except the dying part. When, you know, well, like, they, when yeah. But we talking about like once they're gone. Once they're gone. But we, yeah. when you have had some morbid conversations about this, like one of the first things I remember us talking about was you saying, what do you do if you die? Like one of us dies, mm-hmm. do you have like some type of list or some type of thing that you give to maybe your parent or a friend so they can contact other people to let them know that you are gone? Right. Because I always wonder, people that I don't talk to regularly or people who I'm cool with who make it I'm dead, but I don't like talk to regularly or who, not even that I don't talk to regularly, but who don't interact with like, like my mama or like, you know, my significant others or whatever it may be. How do we let them know that I'm dead? Like, are they going to be reading? Like, young people don't read obituaries. Like, my grandmother, she read the obituaries all the time because she's old. She Jumping all over friends. the place, yes. But anyway, we talked about that before. Did you ever come up with a plan? I haven't come up with a plan, but I think the easiest thing to do is is to either share your password with a family member so that they can have access to your phone. So you mean they, this is your cell phone, password to your cell phone. What did I say? You, you, didn't, you just said oh, password. Give your password to your cell phone or to like your email addresses and stuff like that to a loved one. And then if you should go, then they have access to your information or you can like write it out and put it on a list mm-hmm. and, um, you know, give it to them. Tell them who you want to be contacted because that's a very good point because if I think about like if it was you, who would reach out to me from your family? My like, dukes. Okay, well... If I no, my granny. So right, but a lot of us, a lot of people don't have friends. Well, luckily, I mean, a lot of luckily, us don't have um, relationships with our friends. Me parents, and your right? mom's our best friend, so whatever. Like she's I can think about a couple of people whose parents, like I see them and stuff like that, but I know they don't have my phone number. Yeah, exactly. they, I mean, they, but then eventually they might, you know, say, "Oh, um, you know, I need to contact Christy or I need to contact Carlos." And they might not know how to get, they might not have your number, but they might know how to get in touch with you. Yeah, but, but I feel saying, like by then you might be already in the ground and they may have missed their chance to come yeah. to your service or whatever. Well, but, and then the thing, that's a good point about the um, obituaries is that, yeah, young people don't read them and then not everybody gets one because you have to choose to have that published yeah, you have in, the to put that in the paper. You have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. And then if people don't read, you know, the Washington Post or they only read the Baltimore Sun or something mm-hmm. like that, I don't like, or the, you know, the Capitol Gazette, like who knows which one it goes into. That's a good point. And then I guess the other way that people find out is I guess through social media. 
And I, you know, I don't have any social media. Well, I'm not gonna be able to get on my Snapchat because I'm dead. That's true. I, I don't know how you know, but I, I mean, I like your idea. I think you just kind of give, but I also question. So, what does your that's, whoever you leave in charge that do they like just go into your phone, massive text? I want to let everybody know Carlos is dead. If you want to come pay your respects, we're gonna bury him here. Or I mean, because they're not gonna call each individual person. And then my problem is when I put a phone in, when I put a number in this phone, I don't delete nobody out this ever. I don't got the time or effort to be going back and deleting people. So this may be people I met ten years ago that I just never deleted. And I guess you should can still call them and they'll just say I don't care. No, I don't think they would um, call every single person. I would think that because I mean you have family and friends, and I'm sure, hopefully, and I know that I do. Like my mom knows, you know, key people in my life. She may not have their phone number um, for all of them, but she might know of one person, and that person might have connections to everybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know of situations where. You know, a family member reached out and because they knew that we knew other people and we were able to spread the word about, you know, a different situation. So, you know, if so, no, they're not going to go through call one by one. They might call the key people that they know can help get the word out, you know, that something is going on or somebody has passed away. So, yeah, but and then the thing about writing it out on a piece of paper, like I'm scared if when I actually do it, like. You know, that you I'll actually die. die. Like, like oh, well, Christy yeah. done, you know, she done wrote it out, so. You know, a lot of people won't, won't do wills because of the same things. They think, like, that's negative and that's bringing, you know, death into their life. But, like, that's just stupid, man. I mean, death ain't going to come because you wrote something down on a piece of paper. And death ain't going to come because you put a will. That's only helping you protect the people that you care about and make sure your assets go where you want them to go and not to anybody. Well, and then it's so much. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And so, speak just a random related topic, speak though. On it. But life insurance, yeah. do you have a policy outside of your job? No, not outside of it. I got the one that, with my job, but I don't have one um, that I set up personally, no. Mm-hmm. It's super expensive. Well, life insurance? Yeah, well, I was able to. And, and you have it? I was, yes, I did. And who's have, the beneficiary? <laughs> I have a policy. I'm just wondering who the person is. It's not I'm not you. plotting against you. It's not you. Okay. But... Um, no, so I had one through my job, and I signed up for one um, outside of my job, and mm-hmm. it took me less than half an hour to sign up for it. How much you get? Um, I got a lot of money. A, a, a G? I mean, a hundred thousand? <laughs> for very little a month. And the older you get, the more expensive your policy is going to get. Well, of course, they want because you're going to be about to dig. Right, so like you can get a whole, you can get a policy for probably like $300,000 for like $30 a month. Oh, you mean now? Yeah, like right now at our age. Um, so that's how much you got? And I'm the beneficiary? You, you bingo. If you slip on a you, uh, banana you know peel it. and hurt yourself. You know it. You know I it. I had nothing to do with it. So the whole, like, it was a really fast process. They asked me a whole bunch of questions over the phone. I don't have to do, like, a health screening or anything like that. But they did ask some weird questions. Like, they asked me if I've ever been convicted of a crime and if I had a valid driver's license. And I was like, hold on. Why does all this matter? Because it came up, like, a couple of times. And they said, like, for convictions they if you like ever been to jail for like a felony or something like that they would you might not get insured because you are at risk of like to violence or, okay. or at risk of violence and the same thing with the suspended license or having a DUI or having like violations oh, you you, you put, you're putting yourself at um, mm-hmm. risk because I was like why does it matter if I don't have a um, driver's license I'm like what if I never had one before mm-hmm. so like the guy took the time to explain it but and then asked me if I was going out of the country anytime soon and did I plan on rock climb, rock climbing, scuba diving, skydiving, like all the stuff you would do on a vacation? Mm-hmm. 
And but I guess you know they're assessing. Um, they just want to make sure you but, uh, yeah the risk of what you're gonna be doing. And, and it was so easy to do. And I say all that to say is even if you have one through your job, you it's it's probably advisable to get one outside of your job because when you do die and you have family and friends, um, you want to leave something behind so that they can help give you you know send you off that that you the way that you want to be um, sent off. Yes. And it's, you know, dirt cheap, like I said. If you want to be propped up in front of the TV right. with your favorite PlayStation controller, right. that costs. Funerals do cost a lot. My grandfather, before he passed away, he worked, I told you before that he worked driving a hearse for a funeral company. And funerals, between the coffin and the plots and the, all that different stuff, it costs a lot to send a person home. Dying is a big business. How much did it like? How much did it cost? Oh, I don't know. You mean the cost to to send him home? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't pay yeah. for it. My family paid for it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they maybe got a little hookup because they cremate. For one, they cremated them, and then for two, a cremation I think is still the cheapest. And then for two, I think they gave like some hookups on like the hearse and all that stuff because he had, he had gave them a lot of years of service. So I think they may have you know worked out some type of deal. But I don't know. I didn't. I, I wasn't in it. But I know it could be five thousand, seven thousand dollars to bury somebody. Oh, okay. probably more than maybe close to ten thousand dollars if you if you count everything with the plot and all that stuff. But me, go ahead, just uh, burn me up, throw me in the backyard, man. I don't even care. Yeah. Like, do you really care what happens to you about it when you did? Are you like one of those people that like you want like your your mortal coil to be respected, <clears throat> or do you care that they just do without? Well, like, I don't want them like like stick weird things in me or nothing like that. But like, honestly, I wouldn't even care about that. I mean, I'm I dead. think. Nah, I just, yeah, I think I would care. Like, I don't want you giving my um, body parts away or coming to take my body out of the ground for any reason that I might not um, you don't know want them about. To desecrate your grave? Don't desecrate my Are you grave. an organ donor? Don't do. I am not an organ donor. Are you serious? I'm serious. Why? I'm just not. I know I'm looking at you in a whole new light. That's selfish. Why yeah, you need your I'm organs? Not. I don't, I, dead, I don't need them. I'm just not an organ donor. So man, I, that's weird, man. But um, you can save a lot of lives. Yeah, and I can save a lot of lives while I'm alive too, because I'm I'm a um blood a blood marrow donor. So but I'm you a, also save a lot of lives upon your demise, and you don't need that stuff no more. And you can you can save a lot of lives while you're alive, right? I do both. Okay, well that's good for you. You that are hot, a, you are on a higher I level than I am. I'm honestly, I'm honestly shocked that you are not an organ donor. I am not. Hmm, I'm shocked that I'm also a little appalled, but okay, that's your choice in life. You don't want to help a little. That's no, you're not kid even, somewhere you, with a bad heart. You're not even, I, that's, I mean, that's just personal choice. Okay. Um, I'm shocked by that. And Let's get into the nitty gritty of this. What happens when you die? What do you think? For one, let's go back. Let's take it back a notch. Are you afraid of the death? I'm afraid of it happening, like, in some crazy way, like, choking to death or... Like or drowning or something like that. Though I'm scared of like dying in certain ways, but like. But you're more afraid of the like, act that you die in the horrific way you might die as opposed to just being dead. Correct. Because when you you don't know that you're dead, there's nothing to be. When you're dead, you don't know that you're dead. So no, I'm not afraid of being dead. Okay. And we're all gonna die. I know you are because you don't like to talk about it. No, I, I, what are you talking about? I talk about it all the time. But you don't. I literally talk about this every time I go somewhere with my friends. I'm talking to them oh, about I'm, dying. I'm sorry. I meant to say that you get depressed about it. It makes you. Oh no, no, I don't get depressed about it. Every once in a while, I don't. I don't get like I'm with you. We all gonna die, so I'm not worried about the dying itself. But you do get a little bit. Uh, to me, it's not about the dying. I know I'm gonna die. To me, it's about what happens when I die. Like I just hate to think that 
I don't exist anymore. Like my conscious is gone. Cause to me, honestly, I don't think I don't believe in afterlife. I don't believe in anything. I think one day you're leaving, you're, you're living, you're breathing, you're alive, and then you don't exist anymore. There's nothing else. There's, there'll be no more. Only me, not physically, but there'll be no more me. I'll just be. It's like the lights will be just turned off. I'll cease to exist, and my consciousness is gone. I won't know that I'm. I won't. I, it's hard to say I won't know any because I, I won't. No, I'll, it'll be nothing. So that kind of does get me sad every once in a while, but that's like once in a blue moon, it'll pop in my mind. All of a sudden, I'll be thinking about that, and I'm like, God damn, I, 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 you know, I'll be freaking out for like maybe ten seconds, but it's not something that's like constantly I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about like, what do you think? Do you think that it's just lights out and we just gone, or do you think maybe we still retain our consciousness, or maybe our souls mm-hmm. fly away? I think so, uh, you you don't. I mean, you if you. I don't know how to phrase this, but if you are in a position to know that you are dying, I think you are able to, you you begin to become at terms with it. And then like towards the end, your mind goes anyway, your body starts to shut down. So I think it's a gradual thing that happens. So you still talk about the the act of the dying. I know that we, you know, slowly our body starts giving away and our mind and our thoughts may be gone. I'm saying, what do you think happens to them? Does it, does it, do I, exists outside of my body so is it okay my body is dead but i still know i'm me even though i don't have a body anymore no you, you you're you're still not out there in existence even though you don't have a physical form no so I you don't. agree with me it's just lights out yeah that's yeah that's what i think like one day we hit and then there it's like we never was there that is correct it's, not, it's just and not, i keep on saying like it's a black screen but it's not a black screen because i'm not gonna know it's a black screen I, it's just gonna be no more me Mm-hmm. So that part kind of gets me there every once in a while. But I'm not like one of these people who are averse to risk or afraid that I'm going to die or constantly worried about dying so I won't do anything that's not safe. You know, I'm not purposely trying to die. But at the same time, I'm not doing anything that I wouldn't do normally. I, I want to live my life. I want to live my life as much fun as possible because mm-hmm. I know when in my belief system, I only get this one life and it ain't no extra life. So I want to have as much fun as possible without being afraid of dying. Because I know it's inevitable. It's in, inevitable. We mm-hmm. all going to get there one day. One day, I'll all out, no matter who you are, how healthy you are, how much risk averse you are, we all getting our number checked at some point, and we're going to be gone. So that part I'm not that worried about. So have you had the had, have you had the what if I die talk with your family or with any, yeah, about I, yourself or about other stuff, family members? Uh-huh. I know my mother, me and my mother had it. Uh, she wants a not a funeral. She wants a gathering, but she wants it to be like fun and lively. She's like like she wants a bubble machine. She don't want to be like no sad, somber, crying type of thing. Me, I want to be cremated. I also don't want to be kept alive by anything artificial. I made that known clear as day. So if I get some type of bad accident and they say I'm brain dead and only the machines keeping me alive, I want the plug. I want the plug pulled. I don't want to live my life as a vegetable because I don't think you have a life like that. Because I just was reading. Do you ever heard, you remember the story of the girl who went to get the talk the tonsil um tonsil and and her parent and something happened some type of freak thing happened and they kept, and now I guess her body finally gave out and she actually is dead even though she been brain dead for five years mm-hmm. to me I think that is selfishness on the part of the person who's alive to keep that girl living in that in that that, that thing because she's not alive that's yeah, not I think her her name she's not, was uh, um, Janae I think Jahi Jahi okay yeah. I'm sorry. 
Uh, I didn't mean to mess her name up. Rest in peace. Um, I'm glad she finally, if there is a such thing as recipes, I hope she is doing that. But I don't want that for me personally. I don't want a life where I'm a vegetable where I'm not able to move around or talk or get up and do that. Because to me, that's not living. So I definitely don't want any type of life support situation. I mean, try to save me as best you can. But once you, I'm brain dead or whatever, let me go. And then I just want to be cremated. You can cremate me and either sprinkle my ashes somewhere fun or keep me in a, on a mantelpiece. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I think I would be cremated. Mm-mm. You don't have to. Yeah, that, yeah. That's. I think I'll be cremated. Um, like it's more cost efficient. And then, um, based on where I'm buried, I don't feel like people go to cemeteries as much as we might think they would. So I guess it would be nice to have my remains around my family or friends. Well, my family. Yeah, I think. So yeah, be cremated. You can have a funeral or a service. My, um, I went. I know someone who was cremated, and mm-hmm. they still had a little um, service. Yeah. It wasn't at a church, and then the urn is, you know, sitting up in their house. Yeah. So just talking about my grandfather when he passed away, we had a service mm-hmm. where um, he didn't go. To, he wasn't involved in church, but we had a church at my uh, aunt's church or whatever. My uncle and aunt's church. I didn't like that thing personally because he didn't go to that church. So, of course, the guy didn't have anything to say about him. It wasn't really a good eulogy. But they had a little service. Uh, I got to go, get up there and talk a little bit about him and all that stuff. And then they cremated him. And then now he just in my grandmother's shot. Kind of, well, uh, that's the thing about it is that you. that's why we have to have these conversations with each other and with our family. Because if you don't let your people know what you want, then they're ultimately going to do what, you know, what they want to do. Um, you will be for you. playing Xbox. For and not that life. you would know anyway, because you're not here, but we need to have those awkward conversations. You know, you get around the table for the holidays and stuff. Um, it's important, you know, to take it seriously and everything is not a joke. We're all going to die. Know uh, what your life insurance policy is. Know whether or not you have a burial plot. Don't, you know, be relying on somebody else to convey that information to you. You need to know for yourself, especially if you get up there in age, like, you should know, you know, whether or not you have a plot and where you want to be buried at or if you want to be cremated or this, that, and the third. So, I don't know. I just felt like, and, and like you alluded to at the beginning, um, you know, that death was a topic I wanted to talk about because I did uh, lose a friend um, recently. And, Mm-mm. you know, there was, it just made me get to thinking, you know, any, I, I know that anything could happen at any time. And, you know, I, I think I'm in a pretty good position if something happened, but I also just wanted... I need to have a life insurance policy because I never know what can happen in the future. I'm only paying a couple dollars a month and it will really help out my family. Should something happen to me. Preach just to preach. Um, and that's just a little like message I wanted to, um, share about that. I really don't have anything else on. What about like rich people? Like Oprah don't have an insurance policy. She don't need one. She just has to write out a will. Right. I think I would, I would think she would need, I don't think she would have life insurance. I think you're right. I think when you're a billionaire, you just have like a will to make that your money is going somewhere. Because mm-hmm. why would, if you were worth a billion dollars, why do you need like a right. thousand dollars? And then could you policy? even get insurance if you're like Oprah? I think or... anybody can get insurance. If they wouldn't have paid, the insurance company going to take the money. But what I wonder what happened with like Prince's situation. Because remember they had people, well, I think this is a separate topic. But remember they were selling tickets to go up and. Um... I think they still are. Like, I think they turned his house into like How a museum they... or something. I'm surprised he, I, I mean. Not I, so... I think that's what the issue is. I don't think Prince had a will. So because wow. he didn't have a will, I think that most of the times when that happens and you die, it goes to either, if you don't have a, like a will or a trust set up, it goes to like one of your closest or whoever your closest relative is. 
and then they can just make whatever decision they want. Okay, so what happens? That's why you see a lot of stuff with Prince's music getting sold. Then I don't think he would like that, and a bunch of other stuff. So what happens if okay, you got a beneficiary on your life insurance, and your beneficiary is dead, and let's say your your backup, your secondary is dead as well, but your secondary has kids. Who makes a decision about if you only had two people on there and both of them people are dead mm-hmm. when you die and you didn't change, you know, update the stuff? What happens to the the money? I think. The like your state and all that just goes to the government. So it would just still be like in my name, for instance. Yeah, I think so. Cause I don't know if, a, if you can get transfer beneficiary rights to the the, the kids of a dead person. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like it's their um, disability check, you know what I mean, uh-huh. or something like that, or money that they like money that they earn. This is something that they would have been at that point dead for a long time. So I'm betting the insurance company probably wouldn't even want to play out because they'd be like, well, the person who was supposed to get this money, you're dead. And then whoever's supposed to be getting the money, the beneficiary is also dead. They probably wouldn't try. They'd probably try to find a way not to pay. Hmm. Or they'll give it to, I guess, your estate. And then I think the government gets unclaimed um, riches from people who are dead. Dang. So that's another thing. Make sure you get your will together so your family ain't struggling. Um, with a little bit of money you do have, even if it's not a lot, make sure you have it all set away so it is going to the people you want it to go to. And doesn't end up in the hands of somebody else. Also, another big thing that I see happening with this and is that people will be married. They'll be married. They'll get a divorce. And then they'll get remarried. And they'll forget to change the beneficiary from their first wife to their new wife or husband. Mm. So then when they die, the money will go to that first person, even though they have been married to them you know, for X number of years. or may not even like that person anymore. Dang. So be mindful. That's something to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll also, be a messed up situation. Yeah, so this topic kind of morbid. So I, I don't want to. We want to kind of end the show a little earlier than normal. But some closing thoughts: We only get one life. Live it to the best of your ability. Have fun, Christy over here crying, y'all. I am not. I was putting my head down. She put her head down because some tears was welling up in her eyes. She was thinking about so much death. But uh, have fun, enjoy your life, and experience as much as you can. See as much as you can. Do as much as you can. Because we only get this one time around. That we know of. So don't waste it by not living. Or not seeing adventure. Or not doing stuff. And stop putting off stuff. Because you think it's always going to be a tomorrow. Or because you are afraid. Make those big moves. Take those big risks. Get out there and do stuff that you wouldn't normally do. Because you don't know how long we got. You never know when it might be our time to end this thing. So I, I just encourage everybody to try to have as much fun. And do as much as they can. While they can. Anything you want to say? And well, on the other side of that, you know, supporting what you say, also be smart, you know, get you a life insurance policy while you're young and while it's very affordable and set your family up after you're gone, um, you know, so they can send you off the right way um, and, you know, square up any anything, any loose ends you might have. So have fun. Yes. Live your life, but also be smart. Mm-hmm. And if you got um, if you if your beneficiary is a shady person, don't tell them about it. <laughs> Because Christy made me the beneficiary. That might have been the biggest mistake of her life. Mm, so, nope. Sure What's didn't. left of it? And don't don't even do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> you ruined it. And go to the doctor, too. Oh, yeah. Get get your prostate check. <laughs> and your mammaries. Get your mammogram. Get your mammograms done. Yeah, man. And uh, back to what you said earlier, mental health. Get that checked out. This, what do you say? It's Minority. Minority Mental Health Month. Minority Mental Health Month. Go check out that out. Uh, Jada Pinkett, stop telling us all these stories. We don't want to hear no Did more. Did we ever talk about that? What was her thing? What was the question? I think we ended up just what talking question? about 
you were telling a story, but I thought you wanted to like say something else about no, it. No, no. She just said she was a sex addict and she was an uh-huh. alcoholic. She had yeah. a problem with dependencies. Uh-oh. And then I wanted to see if you thought that two bottles of wine was a lot. And then we, you said, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. I thought it was just like, nah, that's like a, a regular night at some people I know. Mm. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. You got anything else? Nope. You want to tell them about any uh, things that we got going on, any upcoming events? No, we don't have it. I don't have it. I don't know how many. You got me over here. Christy going to be at the Silver Spring um, <laughs> Municipal Dunk signing up. $50. Signing um, used VIP tampons. <laughs> oh, yeah, the VIP section. Used tampons. On, on July 14th <laughs> from um, 8 to eight to, eight to 12, um, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. She will sign anything as long as you come and pay. Um, <laughs> that's all I got to say. I'm going to get a bad here. Please like, rate, review us on Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts, wherever you find good podcasts. Send us those emails at theplppodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram where I'm sure Christy will post something wild and wonderful to announce the show. Lately, she's been lazy and just posting the logo. But I think she's going to come up with something real nice this time. You always got to bring me down. You don't let an episode go by. We're supposed to be a I team. I want to ask you something real quick before we end the show. The, your latest post where you posted, somebody posted our show up on that TV screen. What yeah. was that? So it was one of our uh, listeners. Oh, one of our listeners? Oh, one of our listeners sent that to us? Yes. Or was you at one of our listeners house doing something you shouldn't have been doing? Uh, no. We'll find out next week. Whatever. It's your boy Whatever. Carlos D. This is Christy. See ya. Thank you for being afraid. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here.